Welcome to the No Wrong Door podcast series, brought to you by the Administration for Community Living. In this episode, we'll focus on ways ADRCs can partner with assistive technology programs to better support individuals and staff during the COVID-19 pandemic. Our featured host, Christina Neal Bowen, with the No Wrong Door Technical Assistance Team, talks with Lisa Morley, Grants Unit Manager with the Division of Senior and Disability Services, and Misty Rail, Executive Director of the AT Programs in Alaska. If you're with a No Wrong Door system or an ADRC, please reach out to your ATX. You might be surprised how much they can help you and get you information. That That's what we're here for, <laughs> to provide assistive technology to people. This interview highlights how Lisa and Misty's partnership formed and how it has created new opportunities for ADRCs to connect with the individuals they serve using assistive technologies. So now, let's hear from our featured host, Christina Neal Bowen. Christina Bowen, and I'm joined today by Lisa Morley and Misty Rail from the great state of Alaska. And Lisa Morley is with the Alaska Division of Senior and Disability Services, known as the State Unit on Aging. And she's been working on developing ADRCs in Alaska since 2008, so for 12 years. She also manages the other ACL-funded programs like the Older Americans Act and the Centers for Independent Living and the Alzheimer's Disease Initiative Grant Program. And Misty Rail is the Executive Director of the uh, AT Program in Alaska, and she's been working in special education and accessible technology for 20 years. And since that time, she's developed her technical and management skills and oversees Alaska's assistive technology project that provides complete wraparound services to Alaskans of all ages. She refers to herself as an AT evangelist, and so we hope to share some of that wisdom with you all today. Thank you both for being here. Thank you for having us. Yes, thanks. All right, so we want to find out a little bit. I know the audience is curious. So what kind of partnerships did you have prior to this pandemic between assistive technology and the ADRC? And we'll start with Lisa. Okay. Actually, we didn't have a formalized partnership between ATLA and the ADRCs. ATLA had been working on some other projects with our state division of senior and disability services. And through the ADRC specialists, we knew about assistive technology, but really there was no formalized training for our ADRC specialists and no formalized connection. So this was the first for us to really be connected with assistive technology in Alaska. That's great. I think so many states could say they're in your position. They might just have a little awareness, but their partnership isn't really isn't really solidified. So um, how did the pandemic change that? Misty, do you want to share? The pandemic has changed everything with assistive technology, no matter what state you were in. And our partnership kind of was inspired when the first kickoff meeting happened and we found out about the possible funds. I reached out to Lisa and to STS and spoke with some of the ADRCs and kind of started creating a roadmap 
I'd say for them and opening the door so that we could basically so that they knew Atla was here and we were available to help them and to see what kind of partnership and collaboration we can do. And from there, it kind of over the summer snowballed into really great partnership now and we're working very closely with them. That's great. And I think the thing that struck our attention a lot was how you really revamped how the calls were answered at the ADRC. Do you want to talk a little bit about that process and how you're reevaluating kind of what a caller might experience when they call in? For us, yeah, we worked with Lisa and her and Christine and her group and were able to come up with a really simple one-page questionnaire and include that within their intake process and then included in our contract or our partnership with them was also the professional development piece. So all of the intake specialists, it is required that they go through a two-hour AT101 training first and then after that training, they get additional hours throughout the year for professional development in specific topics. But we really wanted them to have the AT101 so that when people did call the ADRC, they were comfortable and had enough knowledge to talk about ATLA or assistive technology and explain it to people before doing the referral and that they would know who a good referral was. That's excellent. How has that gone, Lisa, in terms of um, promising practices and implementing that at, at the ADRC? Well, the ADRCs, we do have a person-centered intake, and this is a questionnaire that uh, we ask individuals who call who are seeking other long-term services and supports. And the person-centered intake is really meant to, it's, it's a pre-assessment really, which would kind of guide the individual into what services they may be likely to qualify for, many public services. But then it's also kind of a precursor and it guides the options counseling process. When we first entered into this project, the thought of having the ADRCs assist people, getting assistive technology seemed so incredibly overwhelming for ADRC specialists. So really having these questions, which Misty developed, were really instrumental in helping the ADRCs so they could assess the, somebody's need, a caller's need, as to whether or not this would be appropriate for them. So that was incredibly helpful. Um, and also having the training available and, and having the knowledge that the ADRC specialists don't have to be experts in all assistive technology, but they have enough knowledge and information that they can revert, refer that person to ATLA, and then ATLA then actually trains the individual, and ATLA is the one that kind of gets them set up with the proper equipment. So those questions in that process have been very helpful. That's fantastic. So it sounds like you kind of broke it down into manageable chunks and made it less scary for the ADRC specialists. Fantastic. What would you all say are some of the promising practices if a state is listening to this and they want to start enhancing their partnership a little more? What advice would you have? Well, I guess I would say mainly is just to reach out to your state's AT provider. They are the experts and to kind of develop those pathways 
for an individual to learn about assistive technology. And so I think a lot of it is, is education. You know, the Centers for Independent Living have knowledge of assistive technology and they're a lot more connected with the assistive technology services and ATLAS program, but really educating different systems, the aging and disability resource centers, senior centers, anyone that works with individuals with disabilities and making that possible, making that link possible I think would be a promising practice. I know for us it's relationships and that was key. I already had my staff and I had relationships with some of the ADRCs and enough that we could call and I could say what are you needing first of all? What, what do you think would be helpful? And of course you know, out of all of the different regions and sites, we received different answers to that. And that's kind of how the contract was, or the proposal was set up, was an a la carte system so that we could meet the need of each area, no matter what geographical needs they had, client needs, whatever, that they could really tailor it to what they wanted and needed at each site. Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that, Misty. What would you say are the impacts or what impacts are you looking at? What kind of information are you collecting to assess how this is all working? Well, I'll start and then I'll let Misty go ahead because I know they're going to be collecting a lot of um, additional data around this. But currently, each of the ADRCs received a budget from the grant, and so their their budget was based on population that they serve, the communities, and also in their past performance data. And so they each had a budget, and with that budget, they were able to pay for training and then select a demo kit. So they are able to purchase assistive technology that then they would have and be able to demonstrate to individuals coming through. And then also then additional funds to pay for individuals to actually receive the assistive technology and the training. So we're still finalizing those budgets with our ADRCs, but everyone has, has been working with Misty and she's been helping each ADRC to develop their specific plans. We're looking forward to getting some outcome information. Yeah, we are evaluating and surveying each of our clients, each of the contacts, and we're tracking if they were referrals directly from each ADRC site and what the person's needs were for AT and then how satisfied they were if there were additional needs. And we're tracking that on which programs we were able to provide AT for that referral through ATLA and when we needed to go back to the ADRC and request for more funds to give the person full everything that they need. So the wonderful thing about this is that it's set up so that when we receive a referral and the person needs the assistive technology, we're able to provide it through ATLAS programs, but then also go back to ADRC and request additional funds if there was something we couldn't provide them. So people will really get, I think, all of the AT they need through this partnership right now. Like I said, we're collecting, we'll be collecting data on that and be able to really narrow it down to both quantitative and qualitative 
get the stories and include how much money was spent, what area of need was, where the person was, their age, all of that information. That's fantastic. Thanks so much, Misty. So I'm wondering, too, if people aren't as familiar with what their state AT program provides, could they expect a certain, like, baseline of services, like in terms of the demos and the reutilization and all that? Can you say just a few words about that? Sure. Each state has an Assistive Technology Act, and each state is charged with doing similar activities. So every state you can receive demonstrations. You can receive short-term loans, reutilization of equipment, just awareness and outreach. And so I encourage if you're with a no-rung door system or an ADRC, please reach out to your ATX. You might be surprised how much they can help you and get you information. That That's what we're here for, <laughs> to provide assistive technology to people. So. Well, that, that is a great commercial to end on. Thank you so much, Misty, and thank you, Lisa, both of you. Thanks for listening. For more information, visit ta-community.com. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the presenters and do not necessarily reflect the view of ACL or any of its officials.